Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best versions of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water and let's grow together. If y'all haven't already, be sure to check out our four-year celebration. I had the lovely Chef Natty, or sorry, Natty Chef, a.k.a. Danielle, the creator of Let's Talk Food. Um, We were talking about figuring out what our role is or our purpose and acting accordingly, um, the importance of meditation and mindfulness. And of course, we talked about some food, y'all. So be sure to check out the latest podcast episode. Um, If you like, we do have the visual from our Zoom celebration on Avocado and Honey YouTube. So if you want to see us as we speak, be sure to watch the last episode on our YouTube channel. Um, Today, I'm going to be sharing with y'all the energy for the next two weeks, as well as my experience with a past life tarot reading I got and what my experience is with the dopamine detox that I did. I want to talk a little bit about DMX versus Snoop. My give back to the hood, um, I made popsicles that I gave back out here in Brooklyn this yesterday, actually. And then also I want to talk about just like happiness. Sounds like a lot, but it's not going to be a lot. Um, I feel like I haven't talked to y'all in forever. Like I'm really, I'm really fucking with this like solo dolo podcasting. Cause I'm just like throughout the week, I was like, okay. I'm going to talk about that on my podcast. All right. You know what? That's a good thing to talk about on my podcast. And by doing it this way, like this format for avocado and honey, it's really forcing me to level up because it's really forcing me to do as I say I'm going to do because I'm going to be telling y'all in the next episode. So um, that pressure makes me do good. (laughs) But the two cards that I um, pulled for the week, they both are upright. Um, The first card I chose or that came out I didn't choose it um is the four of wands which on the card it's like two women holding flowers in between the wands and it just looks like a beautiful celebration like the energy for the next two weeks via these cards is really 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 good which is probably what we need if y'all been experiencing anything close to what I've been experiencing um the second card that I pulled is the four of pentacles now when I think of pentacles I automatically think just like abundance so when I get like cards like this where it looks like you know he's holding on to something that he's achieved like you know whatever he's been rewarded for and he looks proud sitting there so that's my interpretation from looking at these cards but you already know that I'm about to read the definition via Biddy Tarot so if you want information on these cards um, you can definitely check out Biddy Tarot or just hit Google (laughs) the first card I am reading is the upright four of wands The Four of Wands is a card of joyful celebration, blissful happiness, and appreciation for the good things in life. When this card appears in a tarot reading, it is the perfect time to celebrate with those you love most. You may commemorate a significant event or milestone such as a wedding, birthday, homecoming, or reunion, or you may invite a few of your favorite friends over for an intimate dinner for no particular reason except to revel in each other's company. Relax and let your hair down. Enjoy this special time together. The Four of Wands can show that you are returning home or to the people and places familiar to you. You feel supported and secure knowing you are with those who love you and care about you. Because the Four of Wands associates so closely with the home environment, you may work on improving or renovating your house or 
are close to finding a new one. Perhaps you recently purchased a home and are getting ready, ready to settle down in your new habitat. The Four of Wands tells you that after a period of rapid growth and expansion, the energy of the Three of Wands, it's now to pause and celebrate what you have achieved so far. Step back for a moment and enjoy the fruits of your labor. Acknowledge your hard work and give yourself permission to take a small break before embarking on the next phase of your journey. Emphasis on small break for me. <laughs> it's essential you observe these smaller milestones. In numerology, four symbolizes stability and firm foundations. And with the four of wands, you are now enjoying a period of happiness and security. This card indicates a sense of harmony and balance as well as completion and thus denotes a time of peace and contentment in life that comes as a result of hard fought efforts. If you have been working on a project, you will reach an important milestone and have reason to celebrate. If you just wrapped up your project, the Four of Wands represents the personal gratification of a job well done, a goal attained, and a vision beginning to be realized. You should be proud. That definitely resonated with me. What I'm learning with the tarot readings is that like, you know, whatever resonates, it can resonate with you personally or it could like resonate with someone in your energy. So like, you know, like last time when I was talking about the whole pregnancy and things and how like the tarot readers was tripping and stuff like and then I found out that so many people that I knew and other family members that were actually like with child or just gave birth or about to give birth or, you know, whatever the case may be. So keep that in mind um, when, you know, hearing or when you get readings and everything like that, it could be for you or it could be someone who has a strong energy in your energy. <laughs> Um, so the next card is the four of pentacles, but that definitely resonated with me because I'm definitely going to be celebrating my friend's birthday really soon. And I feel like I'm going to be celebrating a whole bunch of achievements amongst my friends because my friends are out here hustling. They're inspiring and motivating the hell out of me. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be celebrating some shit. I'm definitely going to be moving by the end of the month as well. So um, that moving part was definitely for me but um who knows maybe i'll have something more to celebrate but i can celebrate the move because that is actually a small achievement worth celebrating so i gotta be mindful that even the little like it said in the card like the little milestones matter so let's go ahead and celebrate all of that so let me go ahead and read the four of pentacles upright definition on biddy tarot the four of pentacles ask you to examine your relationship with money are you accumulating wealth and investing your money wisely while still enjoying your day-to-day -day life? Or are you desperately clinging to every coin, afraid to spend your money for fear that you do not have enough or could lose it forever? In its most positive state, the Four of Pentacles suggests that you have created wealth and abundance by maintaining a steady focus on your goals and acting conservatively. You are attentive to your long-term financial security, actively saving money and watching your expenses so you can accumulate wealth and live a comfortable lifestyle, not just now, but also in the future. You may consider a savings plan, family budget, a retirement plan, and safe investments so you can protect what you accumulated over time and slowly and steadily increase your net worth. However, the Four of Pentacles typically accompanies a scarcity mindset, especially with money and material possessions. 
Instead of spending your cash and enjoying enjoying a comfortable lifestyle, you are choosing to stockpile your finances for a fear you might lose it all or someone else might take it away. Your budget may be so conservative or strict that it cuts out many of life's pleasure, pleasures including travel, social occasions, gifts, or fun activities. But for what purpose? Money works best when it can flow in exchange, not when it is being stashed away. Deep down, you may realize that you are foregoing happiness and fulfillment in your life because you do not want to spend any of your money and you sold out for an overly safe approach to life. If this resonates, find a healthy balance between spending and saving so you can enjoy the fruits of your labor, but also save up for the future. I feel like I've read this on this podcast before. The Four of Pentacles can also suggest that you are placing too much value on money and material possessions. You may be attached to material things, allowing possessions to become your life. You assess your self-worth based on how much you earn, the car you drive, how expensive your home is, and where you take your holidays. But it's a catch-22. As your standard of living increases, so too will the need to work hard to generate income to sustain this kind of lifestyle, leaving you with little time to enjoy your wealth. The broader lesson with the Four of Pentacles is to honor and respect money and wealth, but don't become so attached that you lose sight of what's important to you, friends, family, happiness, and love. If you are struggling with your finances, then the Four of Pentacles comes as wise advice to manage your money and resources more carefully so that you do not live beyond your means. Make sure you do not spend more than you earn and that you have a budget and savings plan in place so you can reach your financial goals and live a secure and stable life. Beyond money and wealth, the Four of Pentacles appears when you are seeking out more control in your life. At work, you may be micromanaging or not letting others mess around with your area. In a relationship, you may be protective, even possessive, ensuring that no one else threatens what you built. On a personal level, you may have an inflexible attitude and resist change. You may even feel more inclined to hoard your possessions. After all, you already established a way of living that works for you. Change feels like a threat to your certainty, safety, and security in life. Any suggestion of doing things differently is therefore going to be met with resistance. So playing it safe may be the way to go rather than taking any risk at this point. This definitely resonated for me, uh, but definitely not the problem with spending money. I have to be more mindful of how I spend, which I recognized a while ago and I'm definitely going to be, you know, making those changes because I got to move and just shit just needs to change. So I got to change so shit can change. So that's where I stand with this whole four of pentacles. Um, Hopefully this resonates with some of y'all. You already know the deal. If y'all want to chat with me about it, Um, I'm not a psychic or anything. So I have no idea what you're going through or anything. But just as like someone who's on this journey with you, we can chat about it. Um, you know, you can message me on social media, email me, all that fun stuff. But I feel like, you know, after reading this Four of Pentacles, it's kind of like a nice segue into going into like talking about happiness. Like, I don't want to, you know, talk too much about this, but like what got me on thinking about like what is true happiness is like the fact that like 
my experiences experiencing other people like you know with me doing all this work it's so easy for me to stay grounded when i'm by myself the challenge for me is when i meet or just getting around other people and then you know experience some of the same experiences from before that will like possibly get me rowdy or have me feel some type of way um so those experiences is like again the perfect opportunity to show the things that i've learned but God is working on all of us, and I definitely fell back into my old ways <laughs> these past couple of weeks uh, when it comes to people just fucking with me. But um, with all these things just happening, I was just like sitting back and just reflecting just because like, you know, I realized that people project. That's just what it is. I project. Everyone projects. But like when you project to the point when you <laughs> give someone else your life it's a bit ridiculous so that just made me think about like happiness because you know you can check someone's social media and you'll get a completely different person to the one that you're having a conversation with like you know on social media everyone appears to be happy i feel like a lot of people are caught up with the idea of being happy rather than being happy so i just wanted to say this is the time to kind of just reflect on the things that you feel bring you happiness and really sit and be honest with yourself and decide if that item thing person place gives you or brings happiness to you for real <laughs> because with social media again like we kind of fool ourselves into thinking um, or to convincing ourselves that important things are important so like with this four of pinnacles like yes yeah, nice to have money and be able to take care of yourself but if that's all you worry about you're going to lose out on the actual great thing about living and that's the connections with other humans family friends and just relationships in general you will only have a relationship with money which is just an energy so um that's that I won't go too deep in into that because that's just what it is like I'm realizing that you know is people are just obsessed with the idea of being happy so you know with me pointing shit out in other people that means I can since I can point it out in other people that means I can identify it within myself both the good and what you would call bad so with me seeing all this I'm definitely you know reflecting on myself and making sure that I'm just being true. I mean, I feel like I'm a real motherfucker. You know, y'all could definitely let me know otherwise if you feel, but that will be your opinion. <laughs> just like me feeling like how I feel about myself is my opinion. But um, I'm going to take that as a reminder to make sure to, you know, hold myself accountable when I am projecting. And even like in these situations, like I said, like, you know, I resorted to my old way of doing things. So after, you know, the whole fiasco was over, like I did sit with myself and was like, this whole thing could have been avoided. The reason why I even entertain like this particular situation that I'm talking about is because I wasn't sitting right with myself. Like, you know, I was upset with myself in that moment. I was upset with myself because I felt like I could be doing more. I wasn't feeling as motivated. So when that experience presented itself for me, I took that as an opportunity to let out the frustrations I had with myself on whoever started an argument with me because they're frustrated with themselves, with themselves, you know? That is just like a whole fucking cycle. But I'm grateful that I was able to even just, you know, identify that and then I can move forward. So from now on, I will definitely take a break and let my higher self choose and not the ego. <laughs> shout out to change and shout out to accountability. Um, but also I want to get into this past life tale reading that I got. Um, my homie out in Vietnam, Brennan Lagman, I'll go ahead and tag him, um, in the description and stuff. So if y'all want to check out, you know, everything that he offers in terms of like spiritual healing and stuff, like the tools he can offer to help you on your journey type thing. Um, well, I reached out to him and he's doing tarot and I was like, 
you know what? I've been wanting to learn more about past life. Do you think you can do that for me? And he was like, yeah, girl, I got you. So, you know, we get on and stuff. And he explained that, like, with the past life reading, it can be like, you know, you're an actual past life. Because we have more than one past life. So it can be an actual past life or it could be the past life in this life, meaning shit that already happened in this life that I'm living right now. Um, so I'm not sure exactly which one it was just because, like, that reading just helped me understand this life so much. Like, you know, it was just saying things like how in a past life I could have been a gypsy and like kind of just moved at the sound of my own horn or the beat of my own drum, whatever that saying is. I kind of just did my own thing regardless of how everyone else felt about me. And um, it was just a lot of just reassurance. I won't go into too, like, you know, too many details because it's so personal. Um, I know we get personal, but there's some things I got to keep to myself. But um I really do appreciate that. And it just helped me. It just confirmed where I'm at in this journey, just like in terms of relationships, too, in general, because one thing that I've always just kind of been in my mind and questioned about myself is like, what's up with this ability to hold on to like certain friendships and relationships and things like that? And yeah, like it just gave me clarity in a sense where it's just like, that's just the type of life I live. Like, you know, I change so much that when I do make a friend and then I, you know, change into someone else, then we're out of alignment. And then that person just probably don't fuck with who I became type thing because we were aligned in that moment. Kind of like with the whole experience I'm talking about with like the little fight that I got into argument and was in a fight um, that I had got into. Like we were aligned in that moment to entertain each other. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, with this whole past life reading, like I fully, like I'm just, it just gave me so much confidence to continue moving how I've been moving. Um, because again, with, you know, social media and just the world in general and other people's opinions and what other people are doing, like, you know, we can, well, I won't speak for everyone, but I tend, I can at sometimes depending on where I'm at, like, you know, kind of, feel like I should be doing the same thing that somebody else is doing because that's they did it that way and they're doing it that way and we're doing similar things maybe I'm supposed to do it that way too and not fully like listening to myself like you know yeah maybe scary going down this route because you feel like you're alone and you feel like you know no one has done it before and ah, ah, ah but the reality is like that's just my destiny type thing like this is the journey that I chose when I came here and this is the journey that I'm completing so with me trying to understand everything I just have to just trust how I feel and that's just that on that so I'm really grateful for that past life reading and the reason why I wanted to get a past reading anyways because I knew it would help me understand this life because even some of the shit that like we battle emotionally within ourselves like sometimes we don't even know where those feels be coming from and yeah most of the time it comes from like traumatic experiences assuming the feel is like a negative feel or just why we do certain things like you know a lot of shit gets carried down from our past lives you know if you um believe in karma or whatever then they say that like you know karma comes back in your new life type shit but i do feel that we can learn a lot from our past lives because we're the same spirit we're a spiritual being living um having a human experience and we have we had many human experiences so to learn about like you know your past life you can kind of see why you even move the way you move now like it was really 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 dope and um I want to get another one like you know probably a couple months from now but like I want to like 
hear about a, a different past life. Like, what was what, some type of shit that I was doing back then? Because I'm such a worrier now. <laughs> and I know this shit ain't just come out of nowhere. So, you know. So, shout out to uh, Brennan. My homie Brennan out in Vin- Vietnam for the past life tale reading. I also attempted the dopamine detox, y'all. So I didn't do what I said I was going to do on here with the video said, which was cut out like all entertainment for the day. Um, I'm going to eventually do that. I just have to figure out how like I convinced myself that I can't do it right now because of all the work that I'm doing and just like everything that I'm creating right now kind of involves the Internet. So I kind of just made it my own thing. I'm really good at doing shit like that. <laughs> so this past weekend, I mean, if you follow me on social media, you can tell or you can see that the posts were definitely slow. And even on Sunday, there are no posts at all from any of my accounts. So on Sunday, well, Saturday night, um, I deleted all my social media apps from my phone. So I can know when I wake up in the morning that that's not what we're going to do first thing in the morning. And I'm so happy I did because... You know, once I finished doing my meditation and stuff, like just naturally I went to my phone and like tried to open up Instagram and then I realized the app wasn't there and I was like, oh shit, oh yeah, I'm not supposed to be on social media today. So instead of being on social media, I did get to work um, like, you know, making stuff. But when I make stuff, it's when I usually like listen to audiobooks, listen to music or watch something. So I continued with that entertainment while I worked and did other things and just rested it was a really trying week for me so I kind of just chilled a lot but I'm grateful that I was able to still kick like the social media habit for the weekend um but for me when I do like detox from social media my struggle I find is getting back in the role of things like the swing of things when it comes to posting again for like avocado honey shell monies my personal page, I'm not really tripping over because, like, I post whatever there, so I could post every minute if I wanted to. But on for, like, my um, quote-unquote business pages, like, you know, it's important to be consistent with marketing as we learn from the Beyonce of marketing, Janae Brown. Like, you know, it's important to stay consistent. So when I take these breaks, I usually don't care once I get back. So I have to get in the habit of caring again. So what I'm figuring out is just a way to get on and do what I need to do on social media rather than just getting lost in the sauce. And the dopamine detox, the social media detox that I did on Sunday um, definitely did help. I haven't been OD on social media like that since. So I'm gonna still continue to work things out. I feel like I'm going to take one of the things that was suggested in the video and then just kind of just do that daily and then possibly do one day a month where I don't do any entertainment like maybe go to like the beach or the park and read all day and eat and just really be present like it's it it feels really dope like I really just don't grab my phone as often as I do and I mean it took the whole weekend to really just kind of peel back from social media and then it really hit on Sunday like that whole not clicking on it really kind of gave me a reset and I didn't think it would take just one day I thought I was gonna have to do it a couple times in order to kind of kick it but this shit really works. So if you feel like, you know, you want to get control of your mind and your time and just want to see where you are spending your time the most and stuff, I would definitely suggest doing a dopamine detox. And, you know, you can modify it for however it could work for you. If you feel like you need to do a whole detox and just cut off your phone for the day, do that. But if you're like me and you have to do a lot of shit on the Internet, 
Um, but you know, it's still the stuff that we've, or me, it's still the stuff that I've been kind of neglecting. Like, you know, all the stuff that's been giving me my hits <laughs> back in the day has been social media, all the entertainment type shit, like gossip videos and stuff like that. I don't watch it too much, but when I get my bag of not wanting to do nothing, that's when I watch everything. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. Dopamine detox was lit. So now I'm in the process of just getting control of not getting lost. So it's just discipline. I kind of didn't even finish my sentence earlier, but the plan is, um, the new plan is basically making sure I get most of my work done before getting on social media. So with me doing work on social media, I'm going to organize like, I guess my work schedule or to-do list or whatever I have planned, excuse me, whatever I have planned, I'm going to just organize it to the point where most of the social media's stuff comes at the time where I'm supposed to post. So if I'm supposed to say like edit this video and do all this, like I'm gonna make sure I get this stuff done first before I even get on social media to do whatever I need to do there. So I'm gonna see how that works, see if I can get off in a timely manner. I mean, I've been, I've been doing it pretty well because I kinda like the care for posting and stuff is not here fully. So um, we'll see. <laughs> Next, I want to talk about DMX versus Snoop Dogg. I'm not going to, it's not too much I want to say. It's just like, you know, some some things that got me thinking after, you know, enjoying the celebration. Um, first off, I think it's so dope that both, you know, DMX and Snoop Dogg, you know, came together. It was like a beautiful, um, in the words of um, Evie on Twitter, like East Coast, West Coast camaraderie. And I thought it was just so, so, so beautiful, like to see people just come together, like the two coasts and stuff, which at one point in hip hop was beefing. Like, I think that's always beautiful to see. And then like both dogs, <laughs> they have like, you know, great ass music. Like I had a great ass time in my room dancing and just being intense once DMX came on. Like I was legit in here sweating, like I had a ball. But I say all that to say, well, I wanna make sure, like, you know, I make it clear that I actually do enjoy the music. But, you know, listening to that music, it did definitely get me thinking because, you know, once, you know, you re-listen, you grow. So now, you know, I'm older, I experience life, and then I go back and re-listen to some of the things that I, you know, used to bump. And, you know, you hear all the misogyny and stuff like that. Like, you know, we already know that that's a part of hip hop, but to re-listen to it, like that shit was intense. Like y'all really wasn't fucking with women like that. <laughs> um, but the reason why I'm bringing this up though, is just like, before I get into this, I also want to point out that shout out to DMX for preaching. One, I thought this was beautiful of DMX to take this opportunity to talk his shit because the people who needs to listen will be will might listen to DMX. Like, you know, like men, black men in particular, I can't only imagine how many men were tuned into that versus compared to women. So with having that audience and having the opportunity to speak some positive or speak your experience or speak whatever to everyone who is listening, I thought that was beautiful. Um, and that's why I did choose him as the winner. It wasn't necessarily based off like the music track to track, which, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to choose because like that shit was tough for me. But in regards to this, like the whole experience, I feel like DMX came through and gave me what I was, what I prefer to see at um, a versus event. Like, you know, the songs is cool. I can play them on Spotify though. So it's just like the stories and just the overall experience and energy is what I'm looking for. And for him to acknowledge that him being 13, having sex and being intimate with a 26 year old woman 
for him to label that as sexual abuse I thought was very important because I know so many men who lost their virginity at a young age um, but a lot of men lost their virginity at a young age too an older woman a very much older woman and i feel like you know we here taking accountability and that shit is disgusting i do not condone that at all i think that is just as bad if the the uh, roles were reversed and it was a 26 year old man and a 13 year old girl i think i i that is just as bad period so i really do appreciate dmx for acknowledging that and i'm pretty sure it got a lot of men thinking so shout out to dmx for that but back to like the misogyny lyrics and stuff um the only reason why i'm even bringing this up like you know you listen to what you want to listen to but like you know with music being so spiritual everything being so spiritual like you know i'm always talking about being mindful of what you say being mindful of what you think and being mindful of what you do so if you're listening to music that is saying certain things like consistently since you were a child it would make sense for you to have a certain type of mindset when you're an adult because you know with the whole even the whole situation with megan and shit like that like black women we've all we've we always going through it. Like we're always going through it publicly in the public eye with people not caring. And we're always going through it privately, whether we're sharing it or not. So with that being said, like I was having a whole bunch of conversations with like with everyone, honestly, I'll just be talking to people about the begging situation. And like a lot of men kind of just didn't take it seriously. Like, you know, it was only her foot type thing. Like, you know, it was just saying little shit like that. And then it just had me thinking like, why the fuck? is this so normal because like you know you get on twitter and then you see these same men like you know backing kanye and like just understanding certain situations when it comes to a man rather than when a woman experienced the same exact thing so i was just thinking like there's no way that like men are just born this way no one is just born this way we're fed everything which created which gave us made us this person that we're all today everything that we learned all our experiences so with that being said I'm not saying music, hip-hop is the reason why black people is the way we are, ah, 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 but I do say that music definitely does play a part in how we think. Even if you think about it, like, with, you know, whoever's in control when it comes to the music industry, it's not us. And if you think of that and you see what music they're pushing, what music is actually popular compared to the music that is actually created because you would think that there's no positive music or just music talking about other shit that's being created because that's not what they want to push. They want us to keep listening to the same shit so we can continue on with the same energy. So again, I say all that to say, like, just be more mindful of the music you intake. And um, I'm saying this for myself as well, because when I work out, I still listen to turn up shit. Like I'm still from Compton. So this is the shit I grow, I grew up on. So it's gonna be hard for me to kind of separate myself from that. I don't want to separate myself fully, but just be mindful of the shit that I'm intaking. Like, I don't want to listen to certain songs that's going to be telling me how I ain't shit and telling me this, this and that. Like, that that shit was cute to dance to because that's what we was taught to dance to. That's what we taught to accept. But, like, now that I'm in control, like, I'm, I'm going to be slowly but surely working on just being more mindful and more intentional with the music I listen to because everything we everything we put into our bodies whether we're physically eating it listening to it watching it like you know that shit has an influence on us like our brain is like the most valuable thing is the most powerful thing that we have it creates our reality it creates everything so we really got to be super cautious and just super protective of it and again I only thought about the whole music thing just because like 
we was all celebrating and stuff and you know you get on twitter and it was like very few men even talking about the misogyny lyrics and things like that everybody just saying it's just hip-hop and all that but then you know we tomorrow we wake up and then now we're still talking about protect black women and stuff like that like how can we not understand why people aren't protecting us if we listen to the music that we listen to since we've been born like you know it just it makes sense for me why people are thinking the way they think so i'm gonna do what i do and be more mindful of the shit i listen to i'm still gonna listen to some geisha shit here and there because you know as a human a spirit in this human this black ass human body from compton like you know it's about balance but again i'm just gonna be choose wisely choose choose my poison wisely i guess um so the last thing i want to talk about is um See, look, I got through all of these and it's not even, it's only 30 minutes in. So yesterday I went out um, to Crown Heights. Um, well, this past weekend I made, I found this YouTube video. This Jamaican uncle on YouTube gave me a recipe to make like a pineapple turmeric ginger drink. So you actually boil the skin of the pineapple. Like that blew my mind. I'm like this whole time, every time I make pineapple, I can cut the pineapple up and just make this drink every time. Like I have like a pineapple drink. But anyways, like I made like, about 150 popsicles. I made the drink, poured the liquid into like these popsicle sleeves and put it in the freezer to freeze them. Shout out to Johnny and Asha. Asha definitely helped me out last time. Johnny tagged along this time and it was just beautiful. Um, compared to the last time we did it, um, last time we was out here in Brooklyn, we was passing out ginger shots though. Um, it was so tough, like I said in the podcast, like hella tough. We was like sales women or sales people trying to get people to take a ginger shot, but being out there today it was close to 100 degrees and we had free popsicles so it was we got rid of those popsicles like probably within like an hour and some change so it was just super beautiful too because like i said it's been a very trying week so to go out and put joy and put smiles on other people's faces like it was really beautiful to do like people was really like genuinely joyful once they received like a free popsicle it was it was really beautiful and really fulfilling um i said i was gonna like record it and stuff this time but i kind of just want to just experience it like i didn't think to record because i'm out here connecting with my people and you know i wasn't even stingy this time you know shout out to johnny and asha too like you know we passed it out to the whole community like you know with gentrification being happening it wasn't all just like you know melanated folks but it felt good to just give back to everyone like you know i put my ego aside for the day and was like all right here you go everybody hot <laughs> but and it's like everybody out here fighting for black lives like let me stop with the whole let me stop continuing with the whole black white thing i mean we know it is a thing but let me stop perpetuating it we already know what it is we don't need to continue to um talk about it and reinforce it like if i working to be the love that i say i am then that you know goes for everyone that was hard to say but you know god is working on all of us <laughs> and i'm really excited that i did it shout out again to asha and johnny for um coming out here with me sweating and giving back to the community it was just it's just so beautiful like it's just it's just it feels good to make people smile you know but that's all I gotta say for this podcast episode, y'all. Um, it feels good to be talking to y'all. Yeah, I feel like I've been going for like a month, even though I just did the four year Zoom podcast um not that long ago. But y'all, if y'all like this episode or any other episode of Avocado and Honey, please be sure to share it with a friend, share it on social media if you like. Use the hashtag avocado and honey pod so I can see it. 
Um, be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. Um, follow Shell Monies if you're interested in crystallized hair accessories. I hand make hair clips. I have hairpins. I have lock jewelry. I have fly as headbands. I even make face masks. I have Cowrie Shell face masks in which I'm going to make one last batch um, because it's so time consuming and you know we like to be exclusive so if I don't sell a whole bunch of these that will keep us exclusive unless someone else makes their own but they make their own then it's not gonna look like mine so shit this shit's gonna be one of one or one of some <laughs> but um, follow shell monies at shell monies s-h-e-l-l-m-o-n-i-e-s if you're interested in me personally my social media is at underscore smangy s-m-a-n-g-i-e-e um, I'm really excited. Like these two cars is giving me the energy I need to, you know, get back up and like, all right, I got something to look forward to, which we always do. But it's nice to have those, you know, reminders. I'm really, really, really excited for just like this next adventure is what I'll call it. I'm excited for life, y'all. Remember to drink your water so we can continue to grow together, y'all. Enjoy the rest of your week. You are appreciated.